0: Welcome to Going Off Script The podcast where we chat to performing artists and practitioners We hear their stories and find out What's the goss? Hello everyone, welcome back to Going Off Script I'm Matt Ella, and of course the wonderful Alice Canton is here
1: I'm wonderful
0: And um, we we thought we might as well kind of... uh, Reflect on on the week that has been. So so recording um, season two, uh, we basically have been in the basement office for four nights in a row to um, interview people and get some juicy content for for all you listeners.
1: Juicy, it's been so juicy, and I think well, like the reason we wanted to get it all in one go is because it's quite a. It's like a festive time around here at the moment. Yeah. People are, like, reflecting on the fact that it's been 10 years of the basement. Of course, with any venue, you could totally curate a program of practitioners around whoever's been in the bloody program, but this feels like a particularly pertinent Time
0: and it's so bloody hard to pin you down that you're like, I have one week yeah. free. <laughs> I'm like, say, great, good. well, you're not gonna <laughs> sleep, yeah. so
1: let's just get it all done, Matt, in four days. Boom, let's go. Um, Matt Alice, what who are you and what do you do? Um, but more importantly, we
0: went over this in season one, look, eh? <laughs> I know,
1: but um, probably more importantly, what shows have you done at the basement?
0: Yeah. So, um, when
1: did you? F- what was your first show at the basement? Uh,
0: like we mentioned with Sprawley, it was um, Miss Fletcher sings the blues oh, yeah, was yeah, my yeah. Um, my introduction to the basement, and I it was quite funny because I, I walked into the space and I was like, I don't need a ladder to focus the lights. Like I'm tall enough just to just to reach up, and I was kind of like, what is this space? And I was very, like, never I was very confused, and it then it was be. like. Oh, it's actually like it's got that funky, gritty, gritty vibe, you know, like paint smatterings over the floor, and I think the I think the walls were purple when we were there. Like the show after us or something had purple walls, so we had to pull the curtains across. There was something really weird going on. Like I think it was purple, or like I oh know it was a very drastic color going on. Uh, <laughs>
1: We should track that down. I'm sure there's a big list of all the shows that have been on just before Miss Fletcher's. We could try and figure it out by default. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure there was like some funky... Some funky car scheme going on.
1: I remember hearing about there were two. I have two distinct memories pre being at the basement. One was reading. Um, I think in the Sunday magazine, Charlie there was like an interview with Charlie McDermott. I was living in Wellington at the time, and everyone was talking about like this is the basement theatre. This is like this is like the new. Everyone was like it's the new bats. So like everyone in Wellington was like it's the new bats. It's new bats, um, and I. And then I think there was a group of people at drama school, Phoebe Hurst and Emma Fenton, who did their solos there. And I distinctly remember Phoebe saying that, like, they were performing the shows to, like, two people. And I think Sam Sneddon was one of those people. And perhaps even that Sam Sneddon came to their show multiple times so that they didn't have to perform to no one. So it's like... And then actually moving to Auckland and s- them being like, oh, this is the space yeah. that everyone's talking about.
0: Yeah, it's, it's funny, that
1: whole, like, um, it's like the bats of Auckland. Yes, that was such a thing. And I think there's probably... There's definitely been a healthy rivalry between the two venues, and I don't mean rivalry in a nasty way, but in a way that maybe supports and encourages the spaces, and then naturally because you you know it supports the independent sector, there's crossovers, you know. Um, but I think reflecting on hearing the way people have been talking about. Um, how attractive it is to present work at the basement and the community that surrounds it. It's really clear that actually it's in, it's gr- it's grown the independent theatre sector in Auckland, and that that has made made it attractive to actually live in Auckland for many, you know, makers. Mm. Um, which I wouldn't have said ten years ago. Yeah, absolutely not. Like Wellington was the place. Maybe not so much anymore. I don't know. But it's it's
0: also interesting with like the the um, bats and basement thing, and it's like I'm surprised because people go like, oh well, we're going to do bats and then we'll go up to Auckland and do basement. Mm. That there wasn't like like to form a season together or yeah. you know to share works, um, because that like bats naturally lends lend itself to basement and vice versa. So mm. it's interesting that there hasn't been. Um, a collaboration, well, that that I know of anyway, that's kind of like, oh, let let's swap some shows and mm. kind of fill each other's seasons, which could be an interesting thing.
1: Yeah, and I, I guess probably there's have been shows that have done that. It is ex- it is expensive to for work to move between um, the venues. I haven't yet. I've performed at Bats many times, but I've yet to. Um, Take work down my own work down there, and it's also that thing of I've not I've performed a lot of improv and a lot of comedy at Bats, and I've base I've done snore up here, but um people do not think of Alice Canton as like an improviser or a comedian up here, and so it's like to me Bats is like that's where I do comedy, and then Auckland's where I do like Sorry, I Um and uh, yeah, I-, I think it's yeah I-, I guess the way that those venues. You have different Yeah, you do different things In the different places Maybe Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you um, What else have you done here? Well, you've operated a few shows at the basement
0: Yeah What else have I done? Um, Porapiti mm. With Maratike And Newbury.
1: Great show Love that show oh, I love that line of light That spills across the floor Glenn yeah. cool. Ashworth oh, yeah, yeah, great
0: Beautiful show. Yeah, he was the lighting designer on that. Um, Whiteface crew, Lovey Doms
1: uh, I remember seeing that in um, the Fringe in 2013, and the original, like the original, um, <laughs> We're <with> Tama <Jamans. laughs> Thomas <laughs> heel of his shoe coming off and um, making it into like a latsy. It was really funny. Um,
0: oh, I can't You've done remember, um, Don?
1: Did you do the slightly isolated dog? Were any of those works? Did you?
0: I didn't know. Like I um, was the sound designer and operator for um, it's Don Juan's iteration in Wellington, mm. um, but then when it came up here, I think I was on tour, so I wasn't able to do it. Um, but I've, I've packed in a couple of shows and kind of, you know, been one of the techies in the space. But I'm also one of those ones, because I'm always on tour, I, I'm just kind of drift.
1: In and out. In
0: and out. And, you know, I'll just pop up. And that, that's what I love about the basement bar as well. Like, I'll come back from tour and I'll, I'll go to a show and then suddenly, like... Everyone's out that night?
1: Yes. At the basement? He's <laughs> yeah. just like, great. Yeah.
0: I can catch up with everyone.
1: Yes. Yeah. But
0: it's hard to leave. You just got a smoke bomb.
1: Oh, you have to, you cannot <laughs> say, I'm going now because you will not, like, you will like jinx the moment. I just
0: need to say goodbye to Alice. I'll yeah. just. You know, you see five people on the way at the bar. or
1: it's that thing where someone says to you, "I'm just going home now," and then half an hour later, that person's still there. Like, I thought you said you were going, and they're like, "Yeah, I I I can't. I can't." That's me actually. I'm always that person's like, "I'm just going. I'm just going. I'm just going." Two hours later, I'm just going, guys. (laughs) It doesn't stop. Um, Do you have a like? What's some favourite shows you've seen in the spaces?
0: Definitely, the first time I saw Superhuman. Oh there. that was
1: yep. yes, that premiered at the basement. It premiered at the basement. Oh amazing. Sitting
0: front row at, at one of the one of the cabaret tables. And it was one of those shows where um, while while we were in Edinburgh, he was um, he was he was one of the sensible ones. He he's he didn't come out to the bar as much and he was working on the show and then to like um, see it on stage and come to life, it's like oh all that hard work was so worth it, like mm. it was such an amazing show. Mm. Oh, there's, there's just so much that goes on there, eh? I think Kate and Frith with their Elm oh. party and like, and it started off in the bar, just like with a hiss and a roar, and you're like, oh shit, okay, yep, here we are. And like, I, lo- I love the dynamics of the space that, like people have mentioned in interviews, dressing rooms, the bar, mm. um, they they become performance spaces, and I mm. think I think that's why the space is so versatile because if you can get away with it. Then
1: they're going to do it They're going to do it, absolutely There have been shows in the box office Like Toram Heng's um, Keep Out of My Box Which was at the basement And then I saw it at a non-box office space And then I Actually she did a fundraising She did a fundraising show for Macassar When Macasa was raising funds When she got her kidney transplant Or something like that There was, yeah it, there's definitely been, the shows that have not happened in the theatre spaces, yeah, it's definitely, I want to see more, I think I want to see more of that. Mm. Every time I'm outside the basement, I always say to someone, oh, I'd really love to do a show on the, um, the fire escape stairs, you know, on the outside, where the Huffer is and then where Tanookis is. There's definitely some, like, interesting site-specific work I can see it now, choreographed bodies going up and down and kind of like legs on the wall, but like less circusy. I don't know, something like that.
0: Just do it. Just do it. That's what everyone said.
1: Look, that's what I, that seems, that's definitely a theme, eh? I love it. Everyone's like, you just need to do it. Yeah. But you know, the question is, who doesn't just need to do it? (laughs) (laughs) I could think of a few people.
0: Um, hey, enough about me, Ella uh, <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> what? I would love to see the Matt Ella show well, like, The Matt Ella show Where you are like in the show As Matt Ella in the show
0: Yeah, but what would that be? Like, I'm keen yeah. I just don't know what the hell that would be I
1: don't know, but it would be a bloody good shot I can I don't know Look, Would I be the imbecile though? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, This is true Would you rather be Directed by an imbecile Or Be Direct be imbecile, imbecile. Yeah, Be or be the imbecile <laughs> I would rather be the imbecile
0: But yeah I, I Yeah It'd be interesting to um, To be on stage again I say that like again, I have a career.
1: Again I love it again Company college
0: again. Drama represent um, Great Bit of grease lightning All over <laughs> bit of footloose as well that? <laughs> <Footloose! laughs> <Here> yeah. <you are. laughs>
1: um, That's the coach What would you, what would you like to um, What would you like to see the basement Happen at the basement over the next 10 years Do you think
0: Yeah it's an interesting thing because I hear like um, In terms of wanting to uh, Expand the space and kind of um, You know grow it a bit more And you go like does that mean that They're going to take it out of the basement, if you know mm. what I mean Because putting it into a new space Then you go like
1: Is it still a basement? Yeah, you
0: know, like you've got to start again With all this fresh history in a in a building
1: Yeah, I mean, off-site The notion of the off-site, eh? Like, I mean, obviously Bats went off-site By necessity But then the times that it was at the Big Kumara Whatever it... Was that what, yeah. yeah It kind of... It didn't lose the bats thing. It, I think it retained. Yeah, it. it's still pretty
0: like Rugged and rough. Just yeah. a massive bar.
1: Yeah, giant. And there was the thing. Hey, it was like all of a sudden there was the like a bar really, really nice, was bigger In yeah.
0: the theatre. And then you compared to um, what was it? Oh, the pit bar. Yes. Which,
1: you know, which was tiny. Like
0: six people could fit yes.
1: there. <laughs> Briny at the bar legend with a tiny fridge under the on <laughs> under the counter i think there's a lot of wellington actors and performers and theatre makers i'd like to see coming to basement and i've really liked get it, i've i've really liked seeing wellington performers come up here i mean it's a sort of a suburban drift really between well and wellington and auckland like people from overseas are like there's, uh, like, 500 people difference between the two cities, you know. But, um, like, seeing basement tapes and weirdo and um, obviously the slightly isolated dog crew and all of those guys come here, it's been really nice because it, it feels, yeah, it's definitely injecting something into our little community. Yeah. Community.
0: What, what's it like for you as a performer to be on the on the basement stage because you've done shows in both the studio and the and the main space.
1: I yeah, I mean I love it because it's really intimate. You can see everyone and everyone can see you. And it's probably not always ideal if you're wanting to make a show which is Bigger in terms of scale Like I think that's something I struggled with With Why Other Was that I didn't really picture it being an intimate show I really imagined it floating in a space Inside a void Um, And that limitation was really clear in and what we could achieve technically, but yeah, I mean, I love the studio. I love it. I just, I really love the, that that space. I love making. I love seeing work in there. I love it when performers use the, the actual architecture that's in the space, like using that back wall and and stuff. Seeing lots of good dance shows in there, which is which is really cool. Um, yeah, Snort's always great, and this you know it's always packed in there. It always feels really live, really um, hot. It's so boiling performing in there. The wideness is hard. The wideness is really, really difficult. Like um, when you do it that way, you know what I mean? Like doing it that that lengthwise, which I guess is popular for most people. I probably prefer end on to doing that wide, wide space. And it's like hilarious. There are like no wings as well, so there's. I mean, but I'm saying all of like kind of the bad things, but these are also the great things about the basement. Like, it doesn't have a wing, so when you go off stage, you literally have to walk out of the performative area or hide in that little exit, pretending that you've gone you off don't stage. Exist. Yeah, I don't exist, but everyone's like, I know you're hiding behind that little cre- crevasse um which is quite great. It's like when you yeah, I think about when you do perform and you all hide behind that black curtain in front of the stairs going up to the dressing rooms and you just hide there and you can kind of see the audience and hear them and sometimes you can actually see them and like wave them and say hi.
0: Got any solid memories?
1: I loved Dido and Dido and Aeneas, the um work, the opera work. I remember seeing that and I remember thinking Because we were sitting in the theatre in the last scene after we'd traversed through the whole theatre and the roller door was down and there was like an alarm going off out in the car park and I just remember being like, this is so surreal. I'm sitting in this theatre having opera sung like five metres away from me. There is a roller door is rattling in the wind and then beyond, just beyond that, there is a car alarm going off. This is amazing. I really loved that work. Julia's work, If There's No Dancing in the Revolution, I remember sitting in that space and someone next to me was like really being quite deeply triggered, emotionally triggered, in, in like a cathartic way and someone on the other side of me was like laughing and it was like I'm having a very, there's like a laugher and a crier and I'm in the middle um, which I really, yeah which was really distinct um, Did you manage to see recently, um
0: Anna's piece, Contours of Heaven.
1: I didn't see it at the basement. I saw it at um, TAPAC, actually. But I really liked the buzz around the basement at that time um, because we had a work on at about the same time. And so, you know, I'm in the... the, What do you call this, like, area? Like, where all the theatres are? It's like the... I don't want to call it, like, the hub, but it was like, you're in the hub. And that's the nice thing is, like... You know, I, I'm in the city almost every day and I'll park my car here. So it's like I always go past the basement, even if I'm going to Kew or going to the Herald or whatever. And you can just, you could feel the vibe around that show very, very distinctly, which was really nice.
0: What do you think is going to be the next kind of shift or movement for the basement? I mean, there's there a lot of talks about um, creating this this hub and um, kind of expanding on, on what the basement is what, what do you reckon?
1: I think I think we're in A real shift in Auckland At the moment I think the economy is in a real different I mean, And I'm talking like if we look like Larger than theatre um, In terms of the housing What's happening in housing And the way that media is um, changing um, The way that dig- the digital age That we're living in um, and, yeah, the crises of, like, the living crises. I mean, I'm just listening on the radio today and primary school teachers are going to strike, you know. after nurses have just done strikes. And um, last week in Wellington, some bus companies were striking. So, like, everyone's fucking striking because no one can fucking afford to do anything. And I think, you know, art plays a really, really important part, has a really important role to play in that. Um And so I think some, and and so the and the way that people consume, um, you know, uh, and recreation is all changing. So I think we're in the uh, the midst of something, and it's either going to be a space where arts explodes and it becomes a sort of necessary, vibrant way of carrying the message, social messages, or it's going to become absorbed by. Digital noise um, like I don't know how long the theater model you know the theater company model can last in this current thing, you know venues and that's a weird thing like the basement is essentially a venue, and it's a it's a really big deal in our industry right now, so then it's like, oh maybe venues will become like real important and then theater companies will just gig between venues um,
0: yeah. It's interesting that um, that that the basement has become this central thing for a lot of people and, and companies, and it's been like a quite quite a big stepping stone um, in the in the theatre industry, uh, especially in Auckland. And like this is this is just the tenth birthday, and it's like if if they keep this growth up in the next like the next ten years, then you know it could look. Pretty fucking awesome
1: Yeah And I I mean There are other If you look at other uh, Other venues like it In the world I mean maybe there aren't That many But I mean I think of Like La Mama In New York City And it has Stayed La Mama For this You know for the last 30 40 years I think Since the 70s And it's held the legacy Of its its forefathers And um, It I think that is attached to the fact that it's in a building and the building is really particular and so the way that it's programmed. That's the kind of other interesting thing is it's like in some ways the independent, um, the indie scene in New Zealand for the first time in a long time is I think really toppling and challenging the company organisational sort of structures. Um, and so I think for the first time in our industry, it's not to say independent theatres never happened. It has, but all of a sudden there's this volume of independent stuff happening and it's it's shifting the way or it's challenging the way that venues, companies and organisations work. So in places where there is already a really strong independent sector like New York or Berlin or all those sorts of places, um, it's it's sort of gained a, a international momentum. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's got bigger, it's just maybe more well-known for doing that. Um, But I also think we've got a brain drain on our hands. I mean, we're talking so glowingly of the basement, and I love the basement, but how many other organisations and venues and spaces can we talk glowingly like this about in New Zealand, you know? Like, if we look what's happening in Wellington, like, Downstage closed only a few years ago. The Fortune, sadly, is closed You know, it's a really hard time to be making theatre and keeping afloat. So, like, it would, I don't know, I'm kind of getting a bit dark here, but it's like um, you hope that we'll continue to talk glowingly of the basement in the future and that that will be a beacon, but that if people have to leave, because there are limited opportunities, that they, they do, you know? I don't know, what do you think?
0: Just so that keeps kicking ass, eh? Mm. Like the thing that I loved hearing from everyone is it was either community, family, um, support, uh, like creating that network, and you know, like that—that's so so important for um, for not only like art itself, but also the people coming into the space because like there are a lot of people. Um, who, who need that Who like If, 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 if it's their first time Into the space Like It can be pretty daunting Especially if, if You're in charge of, of putting on your own show And you're holding the weight And responsibility Of the the cast The crew um, You know if, if your name's attached To the thing But you've got this company That's standing behind you Going hey We're here to help And if anything happens You know Like we're here to support you And like A couple of the interviews Mentioning shows Dealing with the Element of of depression and putting Those kind of shows on stage And if if Those creators don't have Have like that support It's going to be hard for them because they're already Dealing with this very tough Subject matter and then even um, Talking to uh, Julia and just Mentioning you know just ask for help I think that that goes A long way outside of the industry As well like we just need to Reach out and be like Hey, you don't need to make a show to deal with this Like, talking is also okay And then from there, you know, a show Like, by all means, make the show But also don't feel that as your only kind of point of, of communication Which I think was an interesting kind of, of, of thread Through through most of the conversations Is that there's also another side of the coin To be like, outside of the industry if you're not at basement, who's holding you and who's supporting you? So I think mm. we should kind of make more of an effort to reach out, you know?
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think the basement has modelled best behaviour around how to hold artists in a community. Yeah, as you say, whether that's through the work, but actually just through this, the threads of making work. And that's about being an active... Participant, whether that's as an audience member, as a person who works at the box office or works on the bar, who goes and has a drink in the space, who you know, and the artist putting on the show, the reviewers, the guys doing the DJ spots, that you know, like the people going to snore and then having a boogie afterwards, like all of those moving parts, the contractors, the the freelancers, the the theatre companies who have put work on in there, like the ATCs and the silos that have done, you know, like the next big things or, you know, the young and hungry type things, like all of that stuff, it's so crucial. There's not one single part of that that is sort of more important than the other. Um, And maybe that's just because the basement has encouraged it. It's just Mm. said yes. Um, And hasn't pandered to any one of those groups, I think.
0: Yeah, and it's not like it's it's a Tough model or it's revolutionary It's just like mm-hmm. They're just being good fucking humans Yeah And from there like the yeah. art just grows It's fucking yeah.
1: great I agree Let's all be good fucking humans shall we Let's all make a commitment to that right now um, Hey Matt If the basement oh, Was a Animal Or a dog breed What would it be
0: Man, I like been saying this all week, and yet I don't even <laughs> stop to think, like, oh, what is it for me? Um, if it was an animal, it would be I'm gonna say like a monkey.
1: Oh, yeah, why is that?
0: Yeah, what kind of monkey? Oh, mate, I don't know, just
1: a monkey, <laughs>
0: just a monkey, yeah, like.
1: Cute, feral. Cute,
0: feral. Can
1: climb real good, curious. And like,
0: can get to places really get fast. Place. Swinging, yep. you know, like. Yep.
1: Tree tops.
0: Like, for instance, all the techies. Oh, shit, there's stuff over there. we got to run. Yes. bomb, bob, bomb. bomb. Yeah. Bar staff are all over the place.
1: Yeah.
0: Just, they're just swinging from vine to vine.
1: Swinging from vine to vine. Oh, sorry. I just had another moment that I remembered. And it was when I, I actually worked at the basement for a little bit. Yes, and did. And um, the school show, at, when the schools program was launched, um, I remember sitting in the audience with um, a school. I think it was Western Sprint. Oh, I can't remember. I can't remember what the school was, but there were also young people from Ngārangi Tahitoa in the audience. And um, Renee Lyons did Nick. And I watched the audience watching that show, and it was fucking awesome. It was so awesome. I just sorry. I just remember that, and that was really special. One because that show was awesome, but two because there were young people watching, being so um, invested in a story, they were so inside that story. They you couldn't have said or done anything in that moment to shake them out of it. It was really special. Um, sorry.
0: Uh, what about you, mate?
1: Oh. Animal. Um, I would say it would be a dog breed, and it would be like a staff- I like it how you yeah.
0: just started slipping that one in during the week. An okay? yeah. a- animal or, or dog, dog breed,
1: because you know, dog. I mean, if you know dogs, if you know dog breeds, I would say it's a staffy cross. Absolutely, like fucking loyal, wonderful dog, but not a pure breed, and actually often and and at the pound because it's probably either been neglected or mistreated, but is um, there and, like, naughty, a little bit naughty as well. Like, you're, in, you're, like, in the kitchen and you turn around and, like, it's there, just, like, hi. Yeah, it would, that's, that's what the basement would be. And, like, nondescript colour. Really can't work out whether it's Labrador or Staffy or a bit of a pit bull. You know, it's just a bit of everything in there. If the basement was a drink or a cocktail, what would it be?
0: Bourbon and Coke.
1: Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. Great.
0: Yeah. But, like, not a lot of Coke.
1: Oh, just, like, mostly bourbon with a little splash of Coke. Yeah. Yeah, great. Ice?
0: Yeah, not too much, though.
1: Tall glass? Short glass? Short glass. Okay, classy.
0: Drink for you.
1: Oh, um... Oh, it would be probably a warm a warm pint of nondescript beer, or like, and um, like the ends of all the wine in one glass, kind of like a punch or something. You know, like just like tail ends, the tail ends of all the red wines.
0: All the dregs.
1: Yeah, all the dregs, all put together to either make like a mulled wine or just like because someone's dingy and wants to kind of put them all together. Yeah. I think I can see a trend <laughs> forming here. Um, if the basement was a um, A piece of music or a, band, a genre or a piece, a piece of music, a genre or a band?
0: It's something grungy, eh?
1: Something grungy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'd like to see a bit more grungy bands at the basement. Like when. Um, yeah. Oh, who was talking about having metal bands there? Was it Tim? Mm. And I was like, oh. I'd be out for a middle gig at the basement.
1: Yes, yeah, I'm into Bring it. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring back the middle, but a. Bit of... <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. That would be so good <laughs> and a bit scary.
0: Yeah, imagine like the <laughs> <laughs> show's just finished the doors open and it's like one, two, three, four and you're like oh, holy oh fuck I just saw this like really emotional piece of theatre yeah, and, and then you, you walk up on the face with some heavy metal
1: yeah but then there's that thing um, what's the um, the, the Master series by Matthew Barney the, um, who was married to Bjork and he did that work in the Guggenheim where every floor on the Guggenheim it was like a film but every floor on the Guggenheim was a, um, a different kind of genre of, of life, and one of the floors was um, full on two bands, metal bands, and they were like going at it, and people were moshing in there. And uh, it kind of feels like that's exactly what it would be it would be that version, so it'd be like a metal band going fucking full tit, but um, with the sound turned down, so it'd just be like <laughs> <laughs> I can just see it now, it would be great. There'd be lots of head banging. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. What What about you? Your thoughts on music?
1: Oh, um, oh, uh, I don't know, but I went to a sound installation once, and it's not something. I think Basement is starting to move into this live art space, like more performance art space, and I think that's the influence of the dancers and their independent sector, and also. Um, a visual artists or cross-disciplinary artists like moving into theater or performance and um yeah it's almost like the basement could be like a, a sound installation where you're like I don't quite know what's going on I think it's music but it's not I'm just gonna kind of go with it yeah it will be that it would be like a Thomas Press work I actually yeah like an installation some dinging maybe some banging um, if the basement was a birthday party, what kind of birthday party would Fucking it be? Fucking
0: outrageous.
1: Yes, there'd be saucy. It's
0: basically like a 21st.
1: Oh, yeah. Go on.
0: Yeah. So there's um, a lot of drinking. Yeah. A lot of. Um, Yardies. Uh, spilt drinks. Yes. Uh, a bit of crying in the corner. Oh, yeah. Um, a bit of. Uh, Mates who haven't seen each other for a while. Yes. And then just all around good time.
1: Yeah, great. Love that. And, and you
0: can't forget like the sausage rolls and the
1: you know, ro- yeah. tea sauce. Yeah, a bit of tea sauce, a bit of the onion dip. Oh, salt and vinegar chippies. All the way. Yeah, I'm into that. I I almost agree. I agree. My third, uh, um, The Basin Was a Party would be my 30th, which I remember, but... Yeah, it was like that, but it was like 2.0. There was a lot going on in lots of different spaces. Some people dressed up, don't know why, um, which was amazing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, there was just, like, lights everywhere because Brad and Rachel just decided to make light installations everywhere. And, um, yeah, that idea of, like, seeing people we haven't seen in a long time, but then also your, your good mates are there too. Yeah those parties are great Like the once in a century party And then you're like I'm never doing this ever again Like when you go to a good wedding You're like Why don't people get married more often Because marriage is corrupt No I'm just joking <laughs> Marriage is great Um Finally If you could describe the basement In three words To someone who did not know What the basement was What would they be
0: First one that came to mind It's tipsy
1: Tipsy
0: Um <laughs> Warm, experimental.
1: ooh,
0: Tipsy, warm, and experimental.
1: Just like a good beer (laughs) that you've picked up from the bar that was not yours, but you're going to drink it anyway. Oh,
0: craft beer, is it? Okay.
1: Maybe. Who knows? Not mine. Great.
0: Three words for you.
1: Hmm. Um, Sensations. Bracing, bracing. I don't really know what I mean by that, but I know. And um, like oh, epicenter. Oh, yeah.
0: Epicenter is a good epicenter.
1: one. Yeah, it's like gravitational pull. It's like its own universe. It's like no, it's not its own universe. It's like because isn't the universe like it's got to be around like a significant energy source, right? It's like energy source. Now, let's go with Epicenter. Epicenter's a good one.
0: Great. Well, I have to say, this has been a bloody awesome week.
1: Hasn't it? It's been bloody good.
0: Um, It was a very crazy idea
1: Mm. to
0: cram, well 14 interviews in over four nights. But, hey. We did it. We did it. And, of course, thank you uh, again to Sam, Tom, Tim. Yutha, Dan, Sophie, Natalie, Dominic, Gabby, Elise, Ronnie, Hayley, Michelle, Julia, Ben, Cherie, Robin, and Josephine. What a list.
1: That is a great list. I should probably also I mean, I think this is really the tip of the iceberg. And as we've been talking to people, other people's names have come up. So I reckon we should, I'm just going to put it out there. I think we need to follow up with a B, a 2B.
0: Like, Sam Sneden's name has popped has up popped a lot. Up.
1: Yes,
0: and he should have been on the list. I don't yeah. know how we left him out. But oh look, we're coming for you.
1: Oh, we are coming for you, Sam. Also, yeah, there is also a bunch of artists that couldn't um, make this week. So really, stay tuned because we will be following up and f- and filling up some of the holes in um, that narrative that is the basement. Yes. Yeah. Um, if you think there is a person, you're like, why the hell was Lydia and Eddie not on that list? Well, look, Lydia is a busy woman. She's busy. <laughs> She's busy. Uh, but let us know. Like, get in touch. Let us know. Um, we can't be everywhere at once, and um, we totally want to create a platform where people can share their stories with us. So,
0: or if you thought. Man, I really love that person, and I want to know more. If you want a longer, if you want to hear a longer interview... Yes. Just let us know. Yes. Going we, Off Script Podcast at gmail.com.
1: Yes, or you can tweet us. On,
0: GOS underscore podcast. is the
1: one. Instagram. Facebook. Um, and just get, all come and talk to us. Actually, you message, like, if you DM or... PM us, then we'll definitely get in touch with you. So you should do that. Yeah. You should also check out The Basement. Go, um, They've got their fa- their Facebook um, page, has all the up-to-date stuff with each of the shows. They do artist takeovers on Instagram as well. You can oh, Twitter's always great because they have a really distinct voice, so you can get more of a feel for the socio-political climate that The Basement operates in. Or you can go to theatre.co.nz. They have shows every night except for Mondays and Sundays It includes their monthly shows Um, They've got Down to Clown They've got got Snort They've got Pat Monthly play readings There's a lot going on and there is something for everyone So so stay tuned um, for more
0: Get amongst it And that was The Basement Goss. See you later.